of the new year mm. and what a journey it was to get here oh my god <laughs> that is not a joke at all it um <laughs> we full disclosure we already started to record this episode yep. days ago and that just like we just rambled on and on and yep. on just about the new year and what we did and uh i got sick yep. so i did nothing right uh-huh and amy had a great New Year's, got drunk in her kitchen, made candles. She sent out a Zoom link to people, so they were just popping in and out. Uh, we tried to record a New Year's episode, and oh my God. <laughs> Terrible, and it went horribly wrong. Thank God, honestly. Honestly, thank God. It was. I didn't think it could get worse than the last two years, but not only was it awful, <laughs> it didn't even record well. It did it, it, which it truly is a blessing, but honestly, that sucked ass when it happened. I was like, you've got to be shitting me. We just did this whole thing. Yeah. Got, we did a power hour and just, I mean, it was bad. Like it wasn't good. So it's really, it's a good thing that we can't use it at all, but we did, we tested, we like did test recordings. It was all good. And then we did the whole fucking thing. It was over an hour and then it was just worthless you could barely hear us over those terrible 90s songs yes. that were playing yes i'm still interested in seeing if i could salvage anything from it and just maybe make some clips but mm -hmm. uh we might not be able to uh so but maybe we could just throw up that audio onto the patreon oh, God. <laughs> just giving them nothing <laughs> worst worst <laughs> the dregs so join our patreon it's worth it if you're curious it's really bad really really bad so um 
now we are here. Mm-hmm. We are here. Hopefully this recording works. Yeah, for the love of God. But this is our first episode of 2022. That's right. That's right. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, it's been... It's been a long, I mean, just, we haven't recorded in a really long time, like actually done a full episode Yeah, in a long time. So feeling rusty, feeling unsure, but I think we can do it because this episode is a classic. We're doing uh, Chasing Bobby. Yeah. And this is another one that just people really love because it's, you know, so I have this synopsis that I obviously copied from like Wiki, King of the Hill. And I just noticed that they list the five stages of grief that Hank goes through Mm -hmm. with his truck. And I thought that was brilliant that they did this. So that made me a little bit more excited to to do this one. It really does highlight the stages very well. And Mm -hmm. I, of course, remembered this episode, but I forgot how good it is. I think Mm -hmm. it even won. I, I think I hope I wrote it down, but I think it even got nominated for yeah. maybe an Emmy, but lost to The Simpsons. But uh, it was just, um, a, it is a stellar episode. Yep. So we'll uh, get into that in a minute. But first, shout outs. Shout outs. That's right. I'm not going <laughs> to. Shout ass. Shout ass. I'm not going <laughs> to waste anyone's time with all of that crap we were talking about before. Oh, no. You are <laughs> lots not of, lots missing of survivor out. talk, though. Oh yeah, I <laughs> I slept over Amy's house last night, mm-hmm. and I uh, I just put on twelve hours of Survivor. It was awesome, and she was such a trooper about it. <laughs> it was good. I'm of course I'm immediately invested. It's so good. Those people are crazy, <laughs> and they're dying at the same time, and just sociopathic. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It really is. Okay, so my first shout out of 2022 comes from care underscore in from iTunes or I guess Apple Podcasts because it's not really iTunes but whatever same same diff right it's not iTunes it's podcasts because iTunes is like the I don't even think iTunes is around anymore it's like Apple Music Apple Podcasts all right whatever it doesn't matter no it's okay it does matter all right and care in says infectious but not like Bill toes is what I'm assuming (laughs) infectious but not like Bill (laughs) but not like Bill all right I started this podcast last summer in 2020 and I know I'm way behind I'm on episode 36 junkie business oh wow we were different people we were young it's gonna the quality may dip after that (laughs) but I hope that you stick around because it goes back up for a little bit (laughs) um I'm on episode 36, Junkie Business, and when it started with Too Close, I had major junior high flashbacks. Remember when we would do those things? <laughs> too Close? Oh, song. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she's, I wonder if she knows I'm hard. What is it? <laughs> I'm hard right now. Something I wonder like- if she knows I'm hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, uh, you mentioned that the song came out on April 26, 1998, and I think it was Jackie that said something horrible probably happened on that date. It did. Oh! <laughs> I know you're not California-based, but, quote, April 26, 1992, there was a riot on the streets. Tell me, where were you? End quote. It says, sound familiar. And it didn't. So I looked it up, and that's a Sublime song. Yeah. And it's about the Rodney King R- Rodney ri- King riots, riots. Yeah. So. What a terrible day. What a terrible day. Um, 
And then, and fun fact, that's my mom's birthday. Oh. <laughs> Happy birthday, Happy Karen's birthday. mom. Happy <laughs> birthday. Uh, love you. Love you both. And your laugh is so infectious. I can't help but mm-hmm. laugh with you, even if I missed what was said. <laughs> when people look at me in disgust and ask why I like King of the Hill so much, I just simply say, why do you hate what you don't understand? Oh, perfect response. <laughs> disgust. My God. Who I know. Are my, my drone biscuit. I know. Why don't you fuck off? Yeah. You loser <laughs> i don't know but th- okay but thank you karen for that lovely review thank you so much i hope you hear this <laughs> yeah i know eventually yeah. you'll get to it eventually yeah seriously thanks for leaving a review only 36 episodes in yes okay what else do you have that's it all right <laughs> well i, I have we should really like ration these itunes reviews <laughs> yes <laughs> Please leave us an iTunes review, five star, or uh, I'm sorry, an Apple podcast review, five stars. <laughs> We've probably been confusing people this whole time. They're like, iTunes? I can't, I can't get on there. That's not around. <laughs> leave us a review on MySpace. Oh, wait, but Spotify now has uh, reviews that you can do. I, you can't write anything, but you can leave like a star review. If, uh, Okay. So we're on Spotify. We're on Spotify podcast. Review us anywhere you can. Yes, at literally anywhere. We'll we'll try to look at other stuff. <laughs> True. We always look at oops shit. I'm gonna look up a, our Spotify one just to see if anything's happened. Well, while you do that, mm-hmm. I have a couple of shout outs. The first one is regarding an email we got recently from the young gassers. <laughs> Remember that? Remember when we signed up for their email list? Yes, because every once in a just every once in a while, I'll see one and I'll be like, the what? Gas? Oh. The Young Gassers Association, which is a very real association that is focused on uh, propane and uh, youth. <laughs> uh, their, their whole website get, goes deep into it. And I guess there's a lot of debauchery in their history, but uh, uh, they don't you know they want to keep propane young and exciting so with that being (laughs) said we got an email recently sharing information that they have recently uh gotten a new president of their association and i love this because um it says dear gassers it has been (laughs) (laughs) that's us how do they how do they not Oh, okay. It's like, dear butt blasters. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I wish it was, because it's so old timey. I wish it was called like the Gay Gassers Club. <laughs> yes. Oh, Triple G. Yeah. Or, no, no, it's not. But you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> dear anal prolapsers. <laughs> dear Gassers, it's been my sincerest pleasure to serve this association these past 11 years as your president. But it's time for me to step aside in order for new, younger leadership to move us forward. So they really are committed to being young. (laughs) And just gassy as hell. (laughs) We've come a long way and we can go further. I'll be staying involved during our transition and will remain on board for a period offering my assistance or advice as needed. And then they go on to say, uh, it's my sincerest wish that you show the same kindness and respect to our new president, Nick Virchow. So, congratulations to Nick Virchow, the new president of the Young Gassers. Very good. So, 
Shout out to Nick Virchow. Shout out to Nick. And then I have a second shout out from our voicemail. So this is a voicemail. It's kind of a two-parter. This is the first part, a voicemail from our voicemail, (laughs) which you can call at 386-530-3876. Ding! Oh, uh, and on that note, we did get access back to our email. We finally paid for it. (laughs) You can email us now. Do it. It was like $11. (laughs) Please join our Patreon. Yes, please. (laughs) You can see things like our terrible New Year's uh, video and not be able to hear it. Okay. So here we go. Hey, Annie. It's Amy. You work with Jimmy. You don't get to take breaks. I'm the boss. You took one week break. Now you owe me eighty-eight thousand eight eighty-eight eight eighty-eight episodes. Get back to work. The people are bored and tired. Just kidding. Everybody deserves a break. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first part, and here's the second one. I uh, kind of ran out of breath towards the end of that last voicemail, but just to reiterate, everybody does deserve a break, especially you guys. And the podcast is great. Love it. Thank you all so much. Oh, my God. Thank you. I kind of ran out of breath. (laughs) Did they? I didn't. I don't think I caught their name. No, they didn't leave their name. Well, thank you so much, mystery person. Your area code is 423. Tennessee. (gasps) There we go. Tennessee. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. And shout outs complete. An excellent voicemail. Yes. Very good. (laughs) All right, young gassers. We're going to. We're going to get into this uh, episode retelling right meow. Season 5, episode 9, Chasing Booby. Hmm. Air date, January 21st, 2001. Hank, Peggy, Bobby, Connie, and the Gribbles. Is it recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. No, that's okay. And the Gribbles uh, all are going to see a movie, which, um, you know, is considered a quote-unquote chick flick. The Flowers of Time. I love it. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> they couldn't come up with a more, like, feminine-sounding name if they tried. <laughs> I know. And I love the clips from it, too. That guy trapped under a car having to say goodbye to his son. Yeah. It's just <laughs> so dramatic. It's so dramatic. And it's it's a lot. So... They're trying to get there and Hank's truck isn't really like working. It's not starting up and he's having issues. So he kind of tinkers with it a little bit and then he, he finally gets it started up again. But before he even does that, like, um, you know, all the guys are looking at it, looking at the engine and he's like, would you just take it to a mechanic? Like, oh my God. And they're like, (laughs) no, will not. How dare you suggest such a. Why is that crazy? That's how you, I mean, it's like going to the doctor. You have to take care of your things. Because they're supposed to be like experts on it. Especially with Luann there. Let her look at it at least. Hey, yeah, there you go. Um, Anyway, so Hank manages to get it started and they, you know, go to the movies. They're all there, you know, watching it. Hank is just like, oh God, this is too much. And um, Peggy and Nancy are, you know, crying a little bit and it's the scene where uh is it charleston heston heston i think yeah and ethan hawk (laughs) and charlton charlton charleston whatever (laughs) that guy definitely charleston (laughs) charleston 
Charleston Heston. Charleston Heston. What a fucking name. Anyway. Sure. Is trapped under his, like, tractor. And Ethan Hawke is, he, he can't simply lift it up, but it's this really emotional scene where he's just like, Son, I love you. And what does he say? He's like, you are my rose. Yes, or something. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's very dramatic. And you see Hank start tearing up. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like looking at him like, Hank crying? Mm-hmm. What the hell? And, and Dale's like, ah, Hank's crying like a little French girl. Oh. <laughs> it's such a jerk. Anyway, so Hank, is, he's tearing up. He's crying a little bit. And of course, he's humiliated by this because he's a man. He doesn't cry at, you know, emotional movies. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he keeps saying like, no, it was, I poked myself in the eye with the straw or like the condensation. And yeah. Peggy's like, uh, you were crying. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was really embarrassing for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing to be embarrassed about, but it is. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. She's like, oh, Hank, there's nothing to be ashamed about for, wait, no, there's no reason to be ashamed because you were crying. And yet I am. Yeah. <laughs> Such a fucking asshole. Oh, I, love I know, it. and she's just like, and I know why you were crying. It's because of your relationship with your father or something. I know, and she's being so intense about it. Like, poor, and he's like, it's, I wasn't crying, and if I was, it wasn't about that. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's not that. I'm, it's not Bobby and me. It's not my dad and me. And so Peggy just, you know, really leans in, is like, fine, let's go get your eyes checked out. How about that? <laughs> Calling your bluff. Calling your bluff. So she takes him to get his eyes checked out, and um, you know they they get to the mall, right? They see an optometrist, and he's. I love that scene because he is right in Hank's face, and anytime you get your eyes checked, they are your knee is in their crotch. Oh, they are breathing on you. I hate when your knee, like when their leg is touching like, your leg. But their legs, I they're forgot. they're usually like on one of those stools. Those like like. <laughs> That slide forward, those little and their stools. legs are, are spread, and your knee is right in between, and you are a hair's breadth away from just grazing their balls. I might as well just straddle them. <laughs> just you right on to sit on top of them, facing them, and be like, "All right, which eye do I need to blink?" Yeah. <laughs> and then give them a little on the nose <laughs> at the end. You're all done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so anyway. The guy, you know, he says, there's nothing wrong with his eyes. They look perfectly fine to me. Mm-hmm. And Peggy and Hank get back in the car and she's like, I told you. It's because of your, your you know, you're upset because of Bobby. You don't, you can't tell him that you love him. And da, da, da. And Hank's trying to get the car, the truck going. And it's not starting. And finally he just starts, he breaks down. He starts sobbing and he's like, fine, I was crying. And Peggy, <laughs> happy now. And Peggy's like, well, I'm sad for you, but I am happy for me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yes, I am happy for myself, but I am sad for you. She's like, well, so, you know, he said it, but it's not about me and Bobby or me and my dad. Charleston Heston is my truck. (laughs) Peggy's like, what? She's (laughs) so disappointed. She wants it to be something deeper so bad. I know. She's like, uh, no. And then he's just, he breaks down further. He's like, I can't get her to start up. I checked this and this. So... Now we know Hank was actually crying and it's because his his faithful, loyal truck that he loves dearly is on the outs and he can't figure out what's wrong with her and he can't fix her. He can't seem to fix her. But yet he keeps trying. Mm-hmm. Denial. Denial. So 
he finally takes it to a uh, mechanic and they say, you know, the, the news is bad. You've only got about 500 miles left in this thing. And it's really not even worth it to fix it. And Hank, I, I love that. He's yeah. like, you've got about, I'd say, 500 miles left, maybe 600 if you're just going down hills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, um, there, so Hank, and he's like, uh-uh, no, no, I'm going to, I'm going to make this truck last forever. I'm going to fix it. So he spends days and hours all night long trying to fix his truck. So... Hank is really starting to just like become kind of a jerk because he's so upset about his truck. He ends up losing a big account at Strickland Propane because Buck told uh, Enrique to short short the tanks. But like they're way, on their way there, they take Hank's truck and it's like overheating. So he, I don't know, I guess puts on the heat. I, I have no idea what he was yeah, trying to do. He like uh, puts on the heat, I guess that cools the engine down. I, I no clue. I would assume that they knew what they were doing with Whatever that. happens, it's hot in that truck. And they are sweating bullets. Like, uh, Strickland, Buck Strickland is uh, moments away from having a full-blown heart attack. Oh, he looks like he just got done having an orgy with a bunch of <laughs> dancers and, and escorts. Uh, he wishes. So he... You know, they're they're sweating bullets and just look very guilty and yeah. like they're just lying. And so they end up losing that big account. And uh, Buck collapses too. But he just straight up is like, I gotta lay down. <laughs> and as he's on the floor, Hank's just like, I'm guessing we lost the account. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. Because of his hot truck. Yep. And also Buck. But even yeah. still, maybe if they hadn't been sweating so bad, hey, they would have been more believable. If they hadn't been lying too. Right. I feel like Buck is a pretty good smooth talker though. Like I feel like he could have like smoothed it over if he wasn't panting. Like having an infarction. Infarction. (laughs) So Hank comes back and, you know, Peggy is still kind of convinced that it's all about Bobby. You know, like she wants, like, she's like, oh, Hank wants a better relationship with Bobby, but he can't. So she's trying to encourage Bobby to like, you know, Go talk to him, Hank, and try and help him with this truck, whatever. <laughs> and, um, you know, Hank comes back and she's like, all right, Bobby, tell your story again about, you know, what happened at school. And so he starts to say, tell the story. And Hank's just like, I have a story for you. I lost a big account and today sucked. So he's pissed off. He goes into the garage to try and like, you know, work on his truck more. And <laughs> I just, another amazing Peggy line. Peggy's great in this. She's, she's I love, so good. She's such a good uh, side character when it's not like a, a Peggy episode. Oh, so great. I know. And she goes, all right, Bobby, go, go try and help your dad with this truck. And she just goes, but wait, don't tell him any more of those boring school stories. <laughs> oh my God. And Bobby's face is just like, fuck off. <laughs> So Bobby goes out there to try and help Hank and he's, you know, Hank's just in a piss poor mood. Um, you know, Bobby is... Anger. Yeah, he's just, he's angry. So first denial, yeah. then anger. Right. We're going through the DAPTA. Yeah. Uh, bargaining where, you know, oh, I can just drive downhill. I'll take only right turns and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to fix this and blah, blah, blah. So he's trying to just work on the truck and Bobby spills oil, blah, blah, blah. You know, Hank's just kind of an asshole, but he's like, clean up that oil spill. He throws him some newspaper and, and Bobby sees this ad. It's called like pickup truck heaven. Like we perform miracles on trucks. Like 
you know, we can, we can do this. He even takes the initiative to call them, tell them everything that's wrong with the truck. And they're like, yeah, we could definitely help. Why don't you come on, come on down. Mm-hmm. Hank's skeptical at first. Cause it's pretty far away. And he's like, I only have 500 miles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to waste this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, they, they end up going and, you know, Peggy's like, take Bobby. He's the one who, you know, helped you with this, you know, told you where to get your car fixed at. You yeah. Know? She's still not fully convinced. It's not about Bob, his relationship with Bobby. Right. Yeah. So she's just like, all right, go with them. So Hank is just kind of, you know, pissy and not in a good mood the whole time, the whole ride there. And so they get to pick up truck heaven. And they are greeted by... I'm sorry, that sounds like a country song. Get the pickup truck heaven, and I'm greeted by a man. Like, like that song from Comedy Bang Bang, Pickup Truck Birthday Party. Oh. <laughs> I love that. We should play that at the end of the episode. Okay. So, um, the, uh, this very cool, very confident man comes up, and he's just like, oh, yes, I... I heard about, you know, your truck and I absolutely can help you. And Hank's like, all right, well, what do you think? And, you know, what do you suggest? And he's like, a new truck. And Hank's like, oh, come on. Like he sees the gold ring flash and, yeah. you know, he he's looks like, around and he sees like, oh, it's just like a dealership. Yeah. Or not a dealership, a used car. Yeah. yeah. It's just a cars. you know, he's a car salesman, this guy. Mm-hmm. So Hank is pissed. He's like, are you kidding me? I drove all of this way for you to tell me that I need a new truck. Like Bobby fuck you. Yeah. So they're on their way back. Hank is furious. And at the worst possible time, the truck breaks down right over train tracks. So scary. It's terrifying. And Hank is like underneath the truck trying to fix it. And Bobby's kind of, you know, hanging, playing around on the railroad tracks. And he's like, uh, I think a train is coming. And Hank's just like, you're just making the sounds. He's like, no, there's a train. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, oh shit. And Hank gets up and he's like, Bobby or push the truck or something. And I can't, or no, I think he just tells Bobby to get away, but he's trying to like get the truck to move. And he almost gets murdered by a train. Murdered. (laughs) Yes. At least least manslaughter. At least. I don't. Can't you just put it in neutral? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, it's well, not he, moving. He says, what does he say? I think he does put it in neutral. He's like, I can't move her. She's too solidly oh, made. That's right. <laughs> that shit's heavy. Have you ever tried pushing something? Like, you know what? I've never pushed anything. <laughs> so I really don't know. <laughs> I tried pushing my mom's car up our driveway once. That's right. When you yeah. snuck out. Yeah. And it is impossible especially when you don't put it in neutral what did you just have it parked yes i think it was was like a park or like drive or something i don't know what it was in probably reverse because i was an idiot but anyway we could not get it back up too solidly made too solidly made oh anyway and then the the train just boom gets it kills the truck the truck's done it's so sad because hank tries everything he can to move it. It's not moving. And finally, and the train's getting closer and closer. And finally, he just tries running at the train, waving his <laughs> arms. And at the very last second, he jumps off the track. Right Which before. is so terrifying. I mean, that's how desperate he is to save this truck. I know. Like, no, hit me instead. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Anyway, so they have to go back to the dealership because, you know, Hank needs to use a phone so he can, like, call 
Peggy to come get him or something. The truck explodes into dust. It's just boom. Yeah. The only thing left is the little stick, like the stick shift thingy-majig. Yeah. Whatever the hell. Knob. Yeah. Yeah. So Hank is just like, sit down there, Bobby. I don't want you doing anything. You've done enough. This is your fault that my truck is exploded. Bobby's like, you know what? Fuck this. I was just trying to help. Like, I'm walking home. I'm mad. Yeah. I'm going to walk home. So he starts going. And Hank finally realizes that, you know, oh, uh, Bobby's gone. And it's about to rain. And I don't have a truck. So he he says, you know what? I think I do want to take that that test drive. And the guy's like, yeah, sure. Just lets him take the truck. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't go with him. I don't know. Maybe they did that in the past. That seems insane. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It'd be so easy to just like do something illegal and then bring the truck back. Yeah, for sure. I don't know how that works, but yeah. I don't know. So any, but you know, he, he goes off, he finds him. And as he's like searching for Bobby, like this truck is decked out. Like it's got a compass in the rear view mirror, which is like, that was big. It's got heated seats. Heated seats. It had uh, little windshield wipers for the, for the lights uh, and like what? Probably a CD player. Anti-lock brakes. And they, they don't, that's why they call them that. Because they exactly don't lock up. Wow. And like four wheel drive, he's able to like get up a muddy hill to get to Bobby. So finally, you know, he, he finds Bobby with the help of this beautiful truck. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because he's just, it's, he's like, hmm. Every time something nice happens, he's it, just like a little nod of his head. Like, very nice. It was a <laughs> total missed opportunity for this to not be like a commercial for some pickup truck. Like Ford, because that's basically all he ever buys. Because he was selling the shit out of it. Everything, <laughs> he was just like, wow, oh, it does this too. Which I will say, if you drive an older, kind of crappier car, and then Ugh. you drive a nicer car, like say you rent a car, even if it's the most basic car, but just a few years older, it does feel like you've launched into the future. It truly does. Bluetooth? Forget it. I've never even tried to fuck with that. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I'll just plug my phone in. If I can't you. see it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so Hank finds Bobby. He's like, he's lost a shoe. He's like in this horrible storm. It's like 40 miles for him to walk. And he's like, you can do it, Bobby. But he's just sitting on a rock in the middle of a field. And, you know, there's lightning all over the place. And Hank's just like, Bobby, get get in. And Bobby's like, I will walk Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, Hank's like, look, I know it wasn't your fault fully that my truck is dead. And, you know, I know you didn't mean it. And Bobby's like, you're damn right. You think you were the only one who loved that truck? I know. You know he's like, I had the best years of my life in that truck. And he's like, you love my truck too? Yeah. He's like, yes. <laughs> so Bobby gets in and, you know, they kind of they talk about the truck a little bit and they both start tearing up and <laughs> which I just I love that scene it's so cute and Bobby's like damn I love this truck and Hank is like yeah me too but when we get back to the dealership pretend that you hate it yeah <laughs> and then that's the end of the episode yay, yay! and they end with a new truck I I and this is in um well done. Sorry. Wonderful telling. If, if you don't mind, I'm going to launch right into my comments. Absolutely. So just to, to, we just got to the end of the episode and 
Hank is interested in this new truck and he Mm -hmm. found Bobby and they're back together. And it's really sweet because they have a nice heart to heart. And while they were, while Bobby was out, he found, that's when he found the knob for the. Yes. Stick shift. Yeah. From the old truck after it got blown up by that train. Right. And he gives it to Hank and Hank is like, you know what? You know, I'll just replace, I'll unscrew the knob in this new truck and put this old knob on there as a way of like kind of memorializing my old truck. And I just thought, I just thought that was so lovely. I know. Such a nice idea, even though he doesn't own this truck yet, right? I I know. It's kind of weird. So like immediately is like, well, now this is mine. But regardless, it was lovely to see. and, And it's just one of those classic things that King of the Hill does where it's a crazy episode and... But it ends with so much heart. Yeah. Um, so I loved that. Yeah. A quote by Peggy. It's when they're at the movie theater watching Flowers of Time. And it's just this solo quote from her. She just says, this movie is good enough to have been based on a novel. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Um, I did write down that uh, qu- another quote by Peggy. Hank, come on. There's no reason to be ashamed about your crying. But yet, I am. God, that's so good. (laughs) Uh, Oh, shit. This next next part is like a little bit long. It's an exchange between Peggy and Hank. And it's after Hank cries and Peggy is kind of authoritatively trying to speak on why he might be crying. And she says... Now, I'm not a professional psychologist, but I am an amateur psychologist. (laughs) And I think that your spontaneous eye-watering may have something to do with your father. And Hank says, no, it has nothing to do with anything. And Peggy says, think about it. You have a strained relationship with your dad, and your greatest fear is that he will die without telling you how much he loves you. You are Ethan Hawke, Hank. (laughs) And Hank says, that's just crazy talk. Our relationship is strained, but fine. (laughs) And Peggy says, wait a minute. Of course, why didn't I see? You're right. You're not Ethan Hawke. You're Charlton, (laughs) Charleston Heston. (laughs) Bobby is Ethan Hawke. Yes, done. (laughs) And Hank's like, no, no, it's not done. And Peggy says, you and Bobby are distant emotionally and very distant physically. (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Very distant physically. And you know, if you were ever pinned under a tractor, you know Bobby would not be able to lift it and you wouldn't be able to tell him how much you love him. That is why you were crying, Hank. And Hank says, no, there's something wrong with my eyes, something seriously wrong. Yep, that's it. And Peggy's like, oh, so now you're an amateur doctor. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Peggy. I love how final she is. She like takes her glasses off and she's like, that's it. I figured it out. She is just like, yes, I won. <laughs> I cracked it. <laughs> uh, um, a quote by Bill. Uh, the guys are talking about Hank's truck and, you know, it's a little bit crazy how attached he is. And Bill's <sighs> like, yeah, you can't blame Hank for being attached to his truck. He loves it. And that's what you do when you love something. You cling to it so it doesn't try to run away. <laughs> I wrote that one down too. I love that. <laughs> Um, the part where Peggy sends Bobby to hang out with Hank in the garage and he accidentally spills oil on the ground and 
Hank's already in a bad mood and he says, dang it, Bobby, people will see that oil stain and think I'm a drunk. (laughs) (laughs) What a thing. I know. I guess it makes sense, but. (laughs) What a thing to think. Every, every garage has oil stains. I know. What a thing. Not Hank's. Nope. Think I'm a drunk. Um, when, after Hank's pickup truck has been demolished by the train, they have to go back to pickup truck heaven so he can use the phone there. And when he's done, he realizes that Bobby has left and he runs into this guy who's there and he's just like, the guy's like, hey, are you looking for a little kid about this big and this big? <laughs> By yay, why? <laughs> uh, said he was walking home. And Hank's like, what? Why didn't you try to stop him? And the man says, looked like he could use the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Bobby. Um, And then I, I like that. Uh, I think it's after Hank and Bobby reunite and he makes some comment about how like you know he's finally accepted that his old truck is gone and he says it's in pickup truck heaven now you know the real one (laughs) 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 and those are all my quotes Uh, the last thing I wrote down was that I read that this was the first King of the Hill episode to air in the 21st century well would you look at that so there's that very cool and that those are all of my quotes. Very good quotes. Thank you. Did a very good jib. Thank you. Okay. My turn. Okay. So you did uh, do a lot that I had as well, but a really good Dale quote is when they're at the movie and he was, he's talking about Charleston Heston <laughs> and he goes, for 107, that man has a fabulous head of hair. <laughs> 107. <laughs> oh man. Um, Pe- another good one with Peggy. Let's go, Hank. We have a two o'clock appointment with an optician at the mall. He's not really a doctor, but since there is nothing wrong with your eyes, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. He's not really a doctor, but... Oh. I-, I just put, like, Peggy is amaz- in-, in amazing form this episode. Like, she says... <laughs> Which is telling Hank that she he needs to bring Bobby with him to pick up heaven. She's like, and you owe it to Bobby to take him along. After all, it is his brilliant idea. I wish I could take credit for it. Oh, I bought the paper. <laughs> <laughs> the, new, the newspaper he read it in. Yes. <laughs> she's, oh, she's so good. Oh, man. <clears throat> when I said, I, I love Hank's like squiggly little lips when he starts to cry. Like, he's oh. like... <laughs> And it's just like a little squiggle across his face. The worst feeling. <laughs> I know. For me, whenever I'm trying to hold back tears, my chin crinkles up like a bunch yeah. and it's like uncontrollable. It looks like when I'm trying to hold back tears, I look like I've had a hundred lemons. Oh! Like, <laughs> like Renee Zellweger. A <laughs> hundred lemons. <laughs> that old sour Zellweger. <laughs> That's it. Her face is always just like, uh then you know when bobby and hank are both crying and bobby's like oh man i got something in my eye and hank's just like yeah it's the new car smell it's very strong (laughs) (laughs) just god oh let's see you know just 
classic like dad stuff, Hank stuff. When they're at the um, movie theater and Hank just says, um, $5 a ton if you feed it to pigs. And it's the exact same corn. <laughs> Talking about the popcorn. <laughs> oh, let's see. I think that's pretty much it. But Jackie, I do, I do want to ask, have you ever done a uh, test drive with, with someone, like with a car salesman? I have. Yeah? Yeah. Tell me about it. Was it okay? Yeah, it was fine. I feel like, I guess if I could compare it to anything, it's, uh, I took driver's ed my senior year of high school. You, oh my God, really? As just, you know, I had already been driving for two years. Yeah, <laughs> just, just a freebie class. <laughs> and I will say, the teacher that taught it, he was a football coach, but he was an excellent driver's ed teacher. Wow. He was so intense and he would scream at people and he would get so if he even like it looked like you weren't taking something seriously he got so mad but then we found out that apparently his sister years earlier had died in a car crash jesus so you couldn't get mad at him you're just like all right of course he's insane (laughs) and he yeah he would only let us practice driving in circles in the parking lot and you couldn't go more than five miles an hour (laughs) the fuck is this and so for the final test drive that's when we went on the road Oh, good. And he would come with you and take three students to go in the back seat. And it's just one of those things where you're like, I'm performing right now, but I'm driving. Oh, my God. And it kind of felt like that with uh, the test drive. But oh, now now that I'm thinking about it, I do remember a lot of the things that Hank did where, you know, this person's show like showing trying to sell you the car and your natural way to respond is to just be like oh wow <laughs> look at that cool nice so yeah that was only one time but how about you yeah i've only done one test drive and i will never in my entire life do one ever again why it was so awkward first of all i was like in my early 20s and i was by myself oh my mom came with me at least. And I was, well, I was living in Gainesville and I had like a 1997 Ford Explorer, which was a <laughs> hunk of shit. It screamed. Jeez. Like the shocks were just gone on it. So I was like, I, and it didn't have AC. <laughs> so oh. I was like, I have, I have got to get something else. And my credit was horrendous. It's still not that great. But back then it was bad. Lots of store credit cards that I didn't pay. Hey. <laughs> anyway, so I went to like this, used Kia dealership. And keep in mind, this was back in like, I don't know, 2013 when Kias were just hunks of shit. So they were used Kias. And <laughs> and I went for the test drive and it was like the smallest car ever. And I'm big. And the guy that I'm doing the test drive with is big. So we're like shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> and he's trying to sell it so hard to me. And I'm like, I don't even want to do this test drive, but I'm too naive and scared to be like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So I went like two blocks and then turned around and I was like, okay, I don't think, I don't know if I want it. And he's like, well, we ran your numbers and this is how much it was. So you could get this like 10 year old car for a 450 a month. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and I was like, that's more than my rent. <laughs> and he's like, well, do you have any, are your parents around? I was oh like, my God. I was like, well, I, yeah, I guess. And he's like, well, you should call your dad, ask for like a down payment. I'm like, <laughs> I, have, I have to go. And it was like two hours. And I was just like, I hate every second of this. It was the worst. Oh, that's a nightmare. It was awful. Oh, it just sucked. I will never do that again. And now like with Carvana and that shit, they just like, here's your car, drop it off. If you don't like it in 30 days, like 
We'll take it back. It's too bad they don't have uh, car simulations. They have all the flight simulators in the world. Right. <laughs> but no car simulators. Like one of those roller coaster ones, like at the mall. You ever do those? No. Oh, they were awesome. You like well, sat in like, a, it's like a simulator. And you like sat in it with like a strap over it and it like, wee. Oh, that sounds turned awesome. Turned you around and sometimes even flipped you upside down. Whoa. It was awesome. At the mall? At the malls. Did you ever do those uh, hurricanes in a tube? I don't know. I don't think I did because I was scared of my shirt flying up. I was so terrified. It's just a clear tube. Everyone in the world could see you and then you just get blasted with wind at the mall. Right. <laughs> like what? <laughs> or those like hydro water massage things. Yeah. Just like jerk off machines for your whole body. I, I mean. <laughs> just getting blasted in your crotch by water sounds I'm great. willing to try it, <laughs> but I don't want it to be in the middle of the mall where everyone can see me. Oh, the only thing they can see is your head though. You're so, you're so vulnerable and so like trapped. Uh, yeah. I don't <laughs> want that. Uh, anyway. So that's all I really had to say. Uh, Yeah. You deserve the dependability of a Patreon that will recognize your hard work as an American. Your long-lasting devotion. That's right, I'm talking about plastic psalms. Riding through on the wings of an American eagle. Right into our Patreon. We salute you, plastic psalms. We salute you. And who's that? Being carried princess style by Ronald Reagan? <laughs> Phelan Lay. Riding side saddle on top of Reagan's back. <laughs> we salute you, Phelan L. And your dependability. And your strong chassis. And your fortitude as an American. Since the day I was born, my dad taught me a lot. I could feel people's lives through their lyrics, and through their Patreons, and through their heart. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but of course, I'm talking about Crystal D. We salute you, Crystal D. All right, you know what time it is. That's right. Listener comments. Do we have a listener comment song? Oh, you know what? We do. Yes. All right, we've got from our email from Aja C. Listener comment song. And this is what the email says. It says, hello, Amy and Jackie. I hope this email finds you well. I found your podcast about a month ago and I recently caught up to season four, but I just had to send in a song. I wanted it to encompass the vibes of the first time watching King of the Hill, which was tripping absolute balls. (laughs) Hope y'all like it. Oh, now I'm really interested to see see what this sounds like. All right, let's see. Who sent that? Aja. Aja. Ready? Yep. Yep. Or should I say, yada, yada, yada. Listener 
listen for the rest of your days. Even if you fall out of a plane, listener comments. What the hell do you have going on anyway? Fucking tune in every Tuesday. Listener comments. Yep. Or should I say, yada yada yada? Five stars on yep. iTunes. Or should I say, I'm begging you, yada yada yada. My hands and knees. Yada, I'm yada, sorry, yada, you just can't see me. Listener comments. Listener comments. <laughs> oh my fucking! I'm begging you. I'm begging you, please. I'm Are you kidding me? Asha. There was layers to that. There was, I mean, oh my God. Asha, that was incredible. That was, that was really good. That was really good. <laughs> that was so, you are so talented. Oh my God. Wow. I just, I'm Talented always, and funny. Always blown away by these. Yeah. It never, never ceases to amaze me. Thank Aja, you. You rule. Thank you so much. You know, please, everybody, send in a listener comment. You can email it, hello at hoyapod.com. Um, you can also call one in, 386-530-3876. Ding! And, yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Wonderful. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, roaming camera says, a great Hank and Ethan Hawke episode. <laughs> Um, Cindy C. Martin says, why did I never notice the red roses in the foreground of the last scene before? And I did not notice those, but what a lovely callback to Flowers of Time. They're so good. They are so good. God. Chaka Yo says, dang it, Bobby, people are going to see this oil scene and think I'm a drunk. (laughs) Uh, Delarius says... In March of 98, I turned 10 years old, so big month for me, too. Oh. <laughs> uh, Mo underscore Ruizund, Ruizund says, The way Peggy takes credit for buying the paper, and then how Bobby throws her under the bus later. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, well, Mom did buy the paper. Yeah. <laughs> by Arbitrary and Delicious, this was a, a quote by Peggy that I forgot to write down, but Hank is just kind of annoyed that they're going to see this girly movie flowers of time and i feel like they're we see them in the theater watching it and i feel like they're just really emphasizing how girly this movie is because at one point peggy points to the screen and she's like hank look that is a pillow sham (laughs) (laughs) uh let's see delirious start again bobby lots of energy (laughs) and i love bobby he's just like so there I was. <laughs> Another quote by Delirious uh, when they get to the movie theater and Hank's like, Dale and I are the only guys here. And then Peggy looks over and she's like, no, there are two guys down there. And it's like, it's two guys with mustaches and they're clearly supposed to be gay. Yeah. Um, which would be the only men that would right. go willingly go see this movie. And Delarius says, uh, LOL at the mustache is signaling that the other guys in the movie are gay. What a simple time. I know. <laughs> a tank top and a mustache. That's right. <laughs> Sharing popcorn. Yes. 
<laughs> Dan yelled at me, says, uh, Bobby, you got tired on the drive over here. <laughs> <laughs> By bread chef underscore I believe this is a, I'm pretty sure this is a, um, a quote by Dale. And it says, here it begins. From now on, we are Hank's ride to the auto zone. <laughs> Just talking about what a burden it's going to be for yes. them because of Hank's truck dying. Yes. Another good one with uh, Dale. So Bailey Brown 17 says, I've had my van for 10 years. First sign of weakness. I'll shoot her myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, and he's obsessed with his bugabago. Like, I know. Come on. He's all talk. He was willing to shoot his son and Bobby for like lassoing it. Maybe he would shoot it then. He, like nothing safe. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, from Car Jose, a true Texas romance, a man and his truck. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Reiki Rose says, knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo who? Boo, boo, hey, where? <laughs> Poor Hank. Come on. Let him cry. I know. God. Maybe his urethra might let up a bit. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, By Little Feral Cowboy, I think the way the episode ends is sweet, but I still think Hank should go to therapy. <laughs> uh, Nate... Uh, underscore Nate underscore underscore mate. I love this because I can hear how Hank says it too. Just, I checked this morning and there was water in the exhaust. Oh. <laughs> it says it has made me laugh and cry. <laughs> like it's car pneumonia. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, by Beck dot and dot call C-O-L uh, two part quote, a great Dale and Bill exchange right in the opening Dale, another man touching her all over, playing with her manifolds, and Bill, and making Hank pay for it? <laughs> Talking about going to the mechanic? Yeah. Very cuck, uh, cuck-esque. Yeah. <laughs> that one Cade says, look for the giant gorilla. Is that it? <laughs> kills me. <laughs> it kills me. They look up, there's just a giant gorilla. Is that it? Is that it? <laughs> Oh, I love this. It's a quote by Boomhauer, and it's when they're all making fun of Hank for crying, mm -hmm. and then they're taking turns like making jokes, and then Boomhauer chimes in, and you can barely understand anything he's saying. He's just like, and then he stops, and Dale's like, why? He's just like telling some joke, like, why did the so and so do the so and so? And then he just says nonsense, and they all laugh at him. <laughs> but it's clearly making fun of Hank, yeah. and uh, Jaren. Wall Shack says Boomhauer's joke ragging on Hank might be my favorite 10 seconds of the entire series. <laughs> Brian Film Lover, you are my rose. <laughs> you are my rose. <laughs> That's perfect. Very good. Uh, Band Geek 2K16 says, this is the most vulnerable I think we ever see Hank in the series, and it shows another side of his character. Definitely. I mean, really, you don't see him break down too often. Even the uh, Propaniacs episode where you see him, like, laugh hysterically. Yeah. It's like, you just don't see him emoting in these extreme ways. Right. It's very rare and... It's something you, I feel like I 
yearn for. But then when it does happen, there's a part of me that's like ashamed, scared, scared. <laughs> it's like you've always been the rock, and seeing this rock be a little bit softer, I am thrown. Yeah. <laughs> Thunder underscore muffin to the flowers of time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my last one is BP Bear, and it just says, the way I pointed <laughs> with those two old guys. It's just like, I pointed oh, yeah. him that way, and he's like, yeah, he went my way. <laughs> yeah, Hank's like, have you seen like a kid walking? And then they get into an argument. <laughs> uh, my last quote by Jake Still Baked. <laughs> so I forgot how long the straw was, and it caught me in the eye. That was Sprite running down my cheek. <laughs> Hank- and, and Bobby's just like, Okay. Yeah, he's just <laughs> trying to make excuses for his <laughs> crying. Vulnerable bit vulnerability. Hey. <laughs> Charleston Heston. <laughs> Ewan McGregor. McGregor. Ewan. Ewan Jackman. <laughs> All right. Very good listener comments. We got a lot because this episode really is. It's a classic. People love it. It's wonderful. Kicking off a new millennium yep. on the right foot. That's right. Uh, a, a new year for Ho Yeah on the right foot as well. Yes, we'll see. We'll, yeah, well. At least this is going well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, expectations, though. Okay. You ready for trivia? Yes. It's time for trivia. It's trivia time. Isn't it? It's time for trivia. Suck my trivia dick. I'm going first because I want to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jackie. Mm-hmm. How many Super Bowl victories has Hank's truck lasted through? Oh. Four? Close. Well. Three. Oh. Because it was four presidents. Oh. Very good. Because I was going to ask that one next, but you whatever. Oh. So very good. Thank you. Okay. Very good question. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And then, then I only have one other one. What kind of a truck did Hank have before the red one? And who made it? A Nissan? No. (laughs) No. I don't know, but I forgot about that whole part too where he gets the new truck and he's like, I know you said you'd divorce me if I ever got rid of the whatever. So I hope you were joking. Yeah. (laughs) I I love that little flashback too. Yeah. Young Hank. I can't remember. A Ford Maverick. Maverick. Mm, Which was a truck. Sure. That was another truck. Okay. And that's my trivia. Very good. It's amazing that you got that whole quote, but not the Maverick part. I didn't <laughs> remember. Yeah. You, you memorized everything else on it. My my mind has a way of remembering certain things, but it has no memory for numbers or cars. Fair enough. Yeah. Same. All right. Okay. My trivia questions. I'm ready. Okay. So <clears throat> a new left turn lane was installed <laughs> on which street? Damn it. <laughs> oh. Hank mentions yes. that he's going to go try out the new left turn lane on what street? I feel like I want to say Ethan Hawk. I don't know why. I feel like it starts with an E. No. I have no clue. Fourth. Fourth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Hawk Street. <laughs> okay. And my last question. Hank cut which part of his body off with a weed whacker? (laughs) Oh, one of his toes. Yes. Yay. Although I don't know if he fully cut it off, but it was- Maybe the tip. Impacted. Mm. Just the tip. Okay. And last question. Do you know the next episode? (laughs) No. (laughs) 
here. No. Jerking off. Coming. Coming hard. Mm. Bust blowing loads. Okay. First Bust word. in a nut. Baseball. Hit. Home run. What's the name of a team? Baseball team. Like from New York. Jets. Yankees. A baseball team? <laughs> oh, Yankee. Yankee, go home. Yankee, come home. Yankee hanky. Yankee hanky. <laughs> Holy shit. Yankee hanky. That's why you did the jerk off. <laughs> Yankee. Oh my God. Yankee hanky. <laughs> Dude. The next episode's called Bustin' a Nut. <laughs> this is the one where he finds out he was born in New York? Yes. Oh, man. So we're going to get Spoiler. some cotton. Uh, cotton some episode. Tilly. Some Tilly. Some Hank being uh, ridiculed again. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> looking forward to it. Yep. Yankee, Yankee, Yankee. That's awesome. Oh, all right, everybody. Uh, please... Leave us reviews. Send us stuff in our email. Hello mm-hmm. at hoyapod.com because we have it back. <laughs> Join our Patreon. Please. Hoyapod. Yes. Follow us on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Hoyapod. Everywhere. Yeah. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're we're glad to be kicking off this new year mm-hmm. with you. With you. Thank you for joining us. We hope you're doing well. And um, let's... Uh, I don't know. Have a good year? Yeah, survive. We'll see. Okay. (laughs) And until next time. Vaya con Dios! (laughs) Stood there bowling, sweating in the sun. Stood there bowling? I don't know the lyrics. Hung like a pin? <laughs> Felt like number one. Okay, I understood that. Take a test. The height of summer. The height of summer. I'd never felt that strong. Okay. Like a rock. Hard as hell. Yeah. What is he, this song? He's talking about his boner. Is he? What is he talking about? I was 18. 18. A boner. Didn't have a kid. Didn't have a kid? Care. Care. Working for peanuts. Working for peanuts. Not a dime to spare. So he was broke. I was leaning. Leaning. Solid everywhere. What? <laughs> okay. okay. So your heart. <laughs> yes, he's, he's busting through walls. <laughs> My hands were steady. His hands were skinny. My eyes were clear and bright. <laughs> Sorry. My walk had purpose. His walk had My was purple. My steps were quick and light. Had <laughs> And I held firm. His cock. His cock. <laughs> Right. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. He's about to bust. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I was strong as I could be. Like a rock. Rope. Rope. This is why everybody, this song reminds me of their dads. Oh, no. <laughs> I came from that very rope. <laughs> Arrow straight. You were hungry, by the way. What is this about? There's, I, there's a train. I believe. Again, I, 
I bet we're gonna see it go through a tunnel any second. <laughs> what is he standing up against? Alright, bye Seeker!